and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 93. Woo! Today we will be looking at family and brothers. The first one I am told is a lengthy series of family and family related episodes in TNG, so buckle up. Today on a very special episode of A Star to Steer Her By, we clone Wesley. Also, Caitlin is back. Hey, Welcome Caitlin. back, Caitlin. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that was a fun show from the 80s. What? Welcome, Welcome back, back, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was from show. the 70s. That was the early 80s. I think it ran in. Anyway. 1880s. <laughs> so, first up, we have family. In the immediate aftermath of the whole Borg incident thing, the Enterprise-D is still undergoing repairs at McKinley Station orbiting Earth. Picard takes this opportunity to beam back down to his old home village of France. somewhere France. British. Yeah, France. Yes. Somewhere Actually, British, France. You were right, Vin- Chris. It Vineyard ended in, in 1979. Ah. Vineyard in California. Yeah, clearly. Where he chills out with his clearly estranged brother, Robert, and Robert. his wife and child. And he also meets up with his old friend Louis Stroke Louis, who Lewis. is heading up the right Atlantis the project yeah. on Earth. They're building like an underwater city. And Picard's all like, It's going to be above, gra- above water. It will. Yeah, they're yeah. raising, they're raising the floor They're raising through technology. To make a new, te- a new continent. Oh, that's what they meant. I, I misunderstood. So, anywho. We have enough fucking continents. Yeah. <laughs> continent eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> Incontinence. So, yes, but Picard. <laughs> that's still a problem. Picard has just been through a very harrowing experience. He is, in fact, considering maybe he'll leave Starfleet and head up this project. And cry like a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's really into tectonics. Yeah. His brother knows what's good for him, though, and they have a big old fight that ends with them mud-wrestling, and then they get shit-faced together, and Picard is like, I do want to be in Starfleet. Plot B has Worf's parents coming aboard, and it is just so delightful. His father is a wicked big fanboy like Jake. He owns the blueprints and will tell anyone who will listen. Him and O'Brien, like, have chief petty officer talk. It's, it's cute. And then plot, sort of a C. Plot C. Yeah, plot C. Yeah, is, is Wesley's letter from dad, which is yeah, kind of sweet. Eh. There's more plots in this episode than... I don't know. I'm glad so you So many plots, I think I'm gonna plot! Yeah, see, yeah. that's sort of what I was trying to go for. But, like, strangely, I know we're not there yet, but, like, strangely, more plots than a lot of episodes still felt tighter and smoother and not rushed at all. Like, they yeah. really fucking nailed it. Yeah. But go on. After and- that, we've got <laughs> Brothers. The Enterprise, it's on its way to a starbase to cure a little boy who frankly doesn't deserve it, when Data goes all hooey. <laughs> Turns out he's gone all hooey because Dr. Noonien Sung is actually alive and, well, not well. He kind of looks like a wart that gains sapience. Melting... You look fine! You're not dying, you look fine! <laughs> he looks like a melting candle. Yes. But anyway, He looks like Pizza the Hut. Famous Star Trek age makeup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rears its head right. again. Well, it looks better, better than, than Jameson or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jameson. Everything's better than Jameson. My They're ass is better, better than Jameson. Better. Yeah, McCoy was better than Jameson, and McCoy, McCoy didn't look great. Uh, well, yeah. To be fair, so. McCoy is better than everybody, no matter what kind of makeup he has. <laughs> so, yes, Data hijacks the Enterprise, locks everyone out of its systems, beams down to this planet, and it's like, holy shit, Noonie and Sung. And Sung's like, hi, Data. I made you an emotion chip. Meanwhile, though, Soong didn't know Lore had been reassembled, so Lore shows up having murdered a shitload of Packleds and stolen their clothes. Yeah, what's a Packled again? Uh, I know we met the Packleds. We make ship go. That's what I thought. I thought it was them. So then he shows up and he's all like, 
What the fuck, Dad? You took me apart! And Soong is like, this is awkward. And then Lore trades places with Data and kills Soong and... Which, like, really? Didn't see that coming. Trading places? I... Oh, <laughs> never. It was a shock. Uh, and then that little fucker lives. And that's the episode. Oh, you meant the kid. I was yeah, like, not, I was oh, like, Data? Yeah, no. Lore? Soong dies. No, 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 no. It only There's, just occurred to me that... The whole uh, Soong family is fine. It, it Well, except for the... Except for Dot. He was dying anyway. Lore just gave him a shortcut. Yikes. I'm not actually sure that... Did he die because of Lore? I mean, he was like a thousand years old and got thrown through a plate glass table. His bones are dust. (laughs) But I am sure Crusher could have done something. Probably, but he said, Fair, fag it. Alright, anyway... We are family. Actually, before we... Da, yeah, da, yeah hey, wait a minute. Hey, hey. What? You can, you can sing that later. Oh. Uh, because but, first. Before we get to family, Caitlin had to miss our, our episode yesterday. Uh, or, or last, last week, week. Whenever that happened. Guys. Poor Caitlin. You missed a good episode. Best of Both Worlds is so fucking good, guys. It was very good. It was so good. It was so creepy. The fucking choir music that the Borg had when they showed up was so good. Which I forgot to mention, so thank you. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I gotta note this down. Chris is gonna be proud to notice the soundtrack this week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then they start talking in in unison, and it's like, Jesus, it makes me want to go, also. So creepy. (laughs) Caitlin provided the soundtrack. I did, it was me. The thing is, like, this was a legitimately fucking creep. Like, if I had, first of all, if I had been a Star Trek fan in 90, whatever it was. 1990. And that had been the season three closer, and I had to wait, you know, five, six months until the next episode, I would have been, I would have thrown something through my fucking television set. And then I would have been grounded for several weeks. I don't think it was quite that long wait, though, in those days. Because, like, nowadays it's like you wait a year and a half between seasons of no, shows. No, but usually yeah, isn't it... Game of Thrones, like, you wait five years. But isn't it usually, like, September to April or something is the season and then... I think the 24-episode season, I think they go longer than that. I bet they go about 26... Yeah, I, think they I bet they go they about 26 about, weeks with a few... They waited about bit. three months. Yeah, because that's also back before they did mid-season breaks as often. So, I mean, it was, it was a good wait. I remember... Not that when I was too young when that one happened. Oh, but yeah. I remember waiting for, like... Later series season end cliffhangers to be resolved, and it where's, just where's Ames's cards? Ames would have the cards that told us when it was three months. So, according oh, to it this, was three months. Ames knows for facts it was three months. So, according to this, The Best of Both Worlds was released March 18th, 2006, but it was recorded in 2005 as part mm-hmm. of what is Jake actually reading? As I think it's a song. The B-side was If We Were a Movie. It's a song. Great. So, anyway. so they had to wait 15 years to hear the rest yeah. of the yeah. God damn. Oh, I didn't realize this. So it was 2 minutes and 54 seconds Jake. for the album version. But the 2009 movie mix was 3 minutes 7 seconds. we got a lot, to get, a lot to get through today. Love Miley. Love Miley. Oh, That's always you. the way with director's cuts. They're always longer. Miley right O'Brien. Yeah, no, I just, if I had had to, even 3 months would have been too long. I would have still thrown something through the television set, um, probably. Three months would not have been enough time to get enough allowance to buy a new television set, so I probably would have regretted my choices immediately. (laughs) But yeah, I thought it was like legitimately creepy. I thought it was, I mean, I was really like, I was wrapped. I was fixated. I was like, this is intense. And then like, the thing is that I loved every, I loved every bit of it. I thought that, uh, what was her name? Kayla or something? The fuck was commanded? The the girl? The woman? 
You know? Uh, Shelby? Yeah. Shelby, there you go. That's like Kayla. Sure. I thought she was obnoxious. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that was the point. And I'm just trying to think because it's been a little bit. What did you think of how they wrapped it up? Oh, I thought it was sloppy. Kinda. A little bit. It's hard. It's it's. We, we mentioned last week, like, it's so hard to come up with, like, this amazing cliffhanger. And then they did not have how to get out of it in mind. So no, it's not like, at all. Shit! <laughs> now we have to now we have to fix this and bring Picard back because you know he's not leaving the show or anything. Well, right, that's the thing. It's like we have we have the benefit of hindsight. Like we know there's four more seasons and four movies or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I felt like they were kind of like, but if we destroy the board, what's going to happen to him? And then the answer to that was nothing, not a fucking thing. So I sort of felt like. Why bother even considering this possibility if you're not going to follow up on it at all? Like, you feel like he has to, like, go into a coma or, like, something has to happen. There has to be, well, he like... He has, like, serious emotional damage for the rest well, of his true. life. Well, that's true. Well, right. That's true. But and, that and wasn't... The, but in that, the episode, it was more like... In the episode, it was not evident yet. True. That true. Was gonna Their be whole case. thing I thought was... he was going to have that face shit forever. That was unfortunate. I was like, Like, Ooh. seven of nine? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been weird. Yeah, like, their implication was definitely more like, this could kill him. It was almost like how in, uh, oh god, was it a mock time, I think, where, like, Rectum. Jim's dead! Oh, wait, no, he isn't. Yeah. It was, like, so quick. Chekhov's dead! Oh, no, wait, there he is. Well, at least he spent most of that episode. That's true. Dead, though. That was well, and that was good for two reasons. Suspense and not having to watch Walter hurt himself so much. Oh, mm. poor Walter. Spock's I know, I love blind! Walter. Oh, wait. That's the one. That was the really stupid he one, you're right. All of, he has so many islands. Oh, yeah. Secondary Don't worry, eyelid, I've got obviously. many eyelids. Tertiary or quadruple. Okay, all right. Well, let's. Uh, okay, so we, we. So you like best of both worlds. Let's talk about your top and bottom. All right, Ames and Jake. <laughs> I don't know who's who though. No, oh. uh, Ames would definitely be my top. I think. Oh boy. <laughs> I think Ames would whip me into shape. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. What do you want first, bottom or top? Bottom. Okay. We basically just did this because I was having a lot of trouble deciding like which of these. Are actually bad. Yeah, like, not even... It's the thing is, like, some of them were legit... Like, were a little bit mediocre, but even the mediocre ones weren't, like... I didn't have a visceral reaction of, like, yeah, fuck this. So, as usual, in no particular order, I've narrowed it down to The High Ground, Ensigns of Command... Oh, I hated that one. And Vengeance Factor. That's it. Pretty close. Yeah. I think some of mine... I think there's a lot of... There's a lot of overlap... That, I'm, sad, I'm sad you missed last week because it, yeah, it was quite interesting. I had Ensign's of Command and Vengeance Factor on my list. Oh, there you go. But you also had Captain's Holiday? I liked Captain's Holiday. I didn't. What else we got? My dishonorable mentions were Transfigurations yeah. and Menage Troy. I liked Menage Troy. Actually, I, no, swap, no, no, you, you I swapped swap. one in, right. You swapped Transfigurations in and dropped Ensign's of Command off. Okay, yeah, that's right. But I said Ensigns of Command because I couldn't fucking stand mm. Ensigns of Command. Okay, so yeah, I guess my actual bottom was Vengeance Factor, Captain's Holiday, and Transfigurations. But we all remember that you liked Transfigurations because the guy was hot, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm easy, right? So... <laughs> yeah. That's why uh, the other one didn't make it on my list as well. The one where Troy, the... Uh... The price? Yeah. 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 I considered it, but I was like, no, wait. He has a dreamy eyes. There was a disgusting romance plot that I love. Let's leave that alone. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then my top three. The Enemy. I just thought that was really delightful. Sarek. Yeah, I like The Enemy. Sarek. And The Best of Both Worlds, actually. Nice. Did we all end up with Sarek on we our did. list? We did. Well, Sarek's genius. Yeah, it's a great it episode. so good. It well, brings to tears. That, that beautiful, that's the thing. It's like the beautiful acting from Picard, which actually is a great segue into this week because, my God, the acting that Picard does in Family yeah. is so good. I think give him a lot of credit on the casting of uh, Robert. Robert. 
Like, why are they... Okay, so obviously France has been occupied, annexed, whatever by Brits yeah. in the intervening yeah. because everybody has a, has an English accent. They are so I know, British. I was like, what What even is this accent? Well, I was thinking of Caitlin, fucking Robert, like, if that actor has never played Ebenezer Scrooge, that is oh, a yeah. crime against A Christmas Carol. But, like, they, they, there, there is a resemblance between the act, between uh, Patrick Stewart and Robert. Yeah. Similar, like, the occasional similar expressions, even. Yeah, um, but you can definitely see that, like, Bobby's lived a much rougher, rougher life, life. Yeah. like his like perma scowl. Yeah. And, oh yeah, uh, his, his mouth cannot smile. Yeah, I mean, like Noonien Soon in the in the next episode, he also looked like his face was melting, but it was just his face. Yeah, he <laughs> earned that truthfully. Yes. Also, he he has the real the real wine and not the synth wine. Yes. So I'm sure that has contributed. But somehow, uh, more hair, more hair than uh, yeah. Johnny Boy. Yeah. And yeah, he's I the can, older brother, too. So. I can just imagine Renee looking at the two of them saying, oh, this is what my future will look like. Well, Renee... Well... Okay. I won't spoil it. So... Renee loses all his hair. Yes. So, yeah, but the, 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 the little bit after the wrestling match, that was really well done. He segues very neatly from like, ah, ha, ha, childhood japes to, oh, God, emotional breakdown. Japes? What is this? 1801? Britain. It's Britain. Oh, it's jolly old jape on you, mate. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to stick it up your poofter. I think poofter is actually a word for a homosexual. I don't think it's actually an, an entry port into yeah, a woman's body. Whatever. I don't fucking know. It's British. Yikes. Man, Bullocks. He did, he did very well very with that good. scene. Yeah, I thought it was really nice. I like, and I... Uh, and again, it's just that we've had so many, like, just really beautiful... Even even as much as, um, you know, the Menage Troy one was goofy. Like, just when he goes on his little acting, his little mm. Shakespeare spree. Like, we just get, obviously, not as deeply emotional as we get from the Sarek breakdown and then the family breakdown. But they're really putting him through his paces. And, yeah. and especially for me, because I don't, like... For me, Patrick Stewart, I don't even think I really knew who Patrick Stewart was until X-Men. He doesn't have a lot of really emotional stuff in X-Men. I guess there is... Oh, he was in Men in Tights. <laughs> yes, he was. I honestly don't... So, Men in Tights is one of those films that I saw when I was really young, much like Princess Bride. And I don't remember a lot about Men in Tights. Oh, Princess it's Bride delightful. is far better than Men in Tights. Well, I've seen that one more recently. Yeah, Princess Bride's pretty good. Men in Tights is... A bunch of jokes strung together. It's a Mel Brooks well, I was gonna movie. Say, it's fun. I was just yeah. going to say, it's a, bu- a Mel Brooks it's movie. Okay, it's a bunch of racist jokes strung together. <laughs> They're not all racist. Just most of them, I'm yeah. sure. Full Some racist. of them are dis- making fun of the guy with the, the disability. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Oh, so it's practically a Trump speech. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... So now to the ever-growing list, we can add Robert and his bizarre methodology to the, the list of better counselors than Troy. Oh, yeah. Like, I I was watching by the end, like, is he being antagonistic just specifically to get Picard to come to confront his feelings? Or, because I, kind of, he's kind of just an asshole, asshole who lucked out. I, yeah, I think it's by the kind end, of you're a... looking at the needling and the needling and the needling. And it's like, you, there's, there's a point to this. I think, like, some of it was, like, when he was like, yeah, I was fucking jealous. Like, I think that was legit. I think yeah. he was really being like, yeah, you want to talk? Yeah, I fucking was jealous. Okay, good. Now it's out there. Like, I think that was legit, but I also And now think I hate that... my son, because my son wants to follow your footsteps. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but then at the end of the episode... Let him dream. Whatever. Burp. 
But he only said let him keep dreaming because he wanted to bone his wife. Yeah, that's really what it was. No, let him let him keep dreaming. Let him keep dreaming. The Viagra's kicked in. <laughs> yeah, his face looks like deal? that. What do you think his dick looks like? What's the deal, right? So I'm going to just guess. Cause, you He's know, probably loaded. Well, well, that's true. He's like, because you got to figure, if they're running out of land on Earth to the extent that they need to create a new continent, and this guy's got 100 acres of grapes... When you, when can, you just, can just synthahol them. When you can just synthahol them. Well, yeah, but that, but because of this, because it's the synthahol that makes you appreciate the real deal more. Whatever the fuck Patrick Stewart says. I don't know what that accent I was just doing was. I apologize, <laughs> Sir Patrick. I was. It's not even your. Um, not Alex. I know it wasn't my Sean Connery. No, yeah, you're right. You know, leave it to the French, though. Really, you know, we're going to keep our grapes here, even when we don't need them, because we cannot make the grape. You sound like to get Italian. a little Italian. <laughs> I mean, they first, like at first wine, you were like, but... "Oh, bonjour," and then you were like, "A poppy poopy, how about the pizza grapes on the land?" I love the grape. You're lucky he hasn't gone Australian on us. Oh, they they have a. A large and growing uh, wine industry as Australia? well. Australia? Australia? Yeah. Where do they grow them? How uh, do they have water? I don't know, but no, there's a lot of Australian wines. Some of them are oh, supposedly true. quite good. Actually, of course there are. Australian I don't like wines. wine, so I couldn't tell you, but... He likes some I wine. think Australian wines are just like watered-down vodka mixed with grape juice. No, no, that's <laughs> that's right. Russian wine you're thinking of. No, that's true. They don't have grapes in Russia. Only isn't sadness. Like, isn't, isn't yellowtail like Australia? Yes. Oh, it's, and it's mm. disgusting. Well, it can be made uh, with potatoes, beets, or wheat. Ah. Not surprisingly, uh, Roddenberry was against this episode because he thought that, you know, family wouldn't be this antagonistic to each other because it's the future and everyone's happy friendly. No matter how... eat a ball sack. No matter how little scarcity there is, people are always going to be people. This is a man who has a divorce and several mistresses under his belt. He knows how family works. No, he's just being a cockbag. Yeah, fuck, fuck him. him. No thanks. Also, uh, the B plot was a delight. Oh, oh my we're on the B plot already. We can go back when you yeah, need I, mean, I just I wanted to bring it up. As as uh, as impactful and as touching as the Picard stuff was, I think I was more emotionally impacted by Worf's family. By the family. Worf stuff, yeah. Really? Like, I was I actually was... getting choked up when they were like, we love you, you are our son. That was really sweet. It was also funny because I, I was left very cold by it because really? I was expecting it to be like, an actual plot, other than we 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 actually we like you. Me too. Because when what's the father's name? You know Sergey like t- takes uh, Jordy aside and says, "There's something you have to know. Worf's adopted or something." <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Jordy's like, "Lady, I'm blind, and even I can see that." Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> And, and he's like, you have to know, there's something you have to know, and it cuts away, and you don't see what he's actually brought up to Jordy. And it's like, oh, we know about ho- the whole dishonorment thing, or, you know, we'd like to support him. And that, that's not, a, that's not yeah, that, adding to the stakes. That's the thing. There about, are no stakes. It, this episode has no stakes. There are no stakes in this whole episode. Well, the only stake is will Picard go to Atlantis or yeah, not? Yeah, but we again have the benefit of there or not being Or will any Wesley stakes. wet himself while watching his dad's porn? And we still don't know which, if that happened or not. Um, definitely got a boner. The, the thing about. <laughs> that's true. Your dad wanted you to have this when he was 18. When you're 18. Oh, no. <laughs> it's his porn collection. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, and I, you know what, honestly, I, and I think this might just be, I don't know if this is like, because I was born during, I was born during the Cold War, right, technically? Yes. I don't know if that's why, I don't know if it's because I'm currently living Cold War Part 2, which is slightly, you know, the the warmening, Uh, I don't know why, but like, 
Sergei's like, perhaps you show me rooms where uh, they are under construction. You have uh, kept and give me private tour of all hidden parts. Oh, that'd be interesting. I was like, holy shit, is Sergei like a spy? What is happening? No, it's and like especially I said. then when he's like, I have to talk to you about my son, Jordi LaForge. Like, I was just waiting for something. And yeah. it's like, nope, there's still no plot in this he, no, he's episode a, he, at all. It's like I said, he's a fanboy. You know, he's a former right, CPO first... who's now just like, I still keep up with technical manuals. Him and Scotty would have gotten along great. Aww. Let me show you my technical journals. I keep them in this bottle of Romulan ale. Also, like... You have to drink it to get them out. <laughs> Worf was raised by Russians. It's like, it's like a puzzle bottle. Puzzle <laughs> the only bottle. way to get it the out is to drink it. Drink. Yeah, I mean, well, but so Worf, Worf was raised by Russians. Does that make him the Chekhov of TNG? I would say it totally does make him the the Chekhov of the series. He also gets hurt a lot. He what? That's true. He does hurt himself. No, but because Klingons are like all about how Klingons invented everything, right? And that mostly was sort Shakespeare. Of, yeah, Not, but I feel like there's other things in there. I don't know. Well, I thought there was other things, but yeah, but like that sort of does that feels like you know like Chekhov being like. I suddenly can't do my Russian accent. It's just flown out. I don't know what happened. Whiskey was invented by a little old lady in Leningrad. And Shakespeare was Russian citizen. Yeah. His real name was Shakespeareikov. That is why your historians at ooh, the Academy cannot find any record of Shakespeare is because it was William of Shakespeareikov. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know about Shakespeare being a Russian invention. But the thing for me with the Worf plot was, was I famously English. The 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 Worf that plot. That is propaganda by you people. The Worf it's plot. Stratford. On Avon. Okay, that's enough. Upon Avon, get it right. Within Avon. <laughs> the thing with the Worf plot was that uh, underneath Avon was was sort of I guess the the only real point was. Um, how will he react when his parents finally sort oh. of bring it up? See, I think one of the really big points of the Worf plot is to contrast uh, how uh, his parents treated Worf as a, we really want him to to embrace whoever he wants to be, mm. compared with how how Robert is raising Rene as, as a, we are so stuck in the past that you have, that, you know, you, you're going to, like vine these grapes forever and yeah. ever and ever. Which That's is how true. his father raised them, but Picard was like, because there's even that... St- Sorry, that was me flipping the bird. Because they have that thing where, you know, he's like, how do you think I felt? You were breaking all the rules and getting away with it. And yeah. Sean Luke's like, you didn't have to be a bitch and listen to all the rules. Yeah, you could have broken the rules. Yeah. But I, I did just like, though, that the culmination was Worf was just like, he let his, his Klingon barriers down. You know, he's like, we're proud of you. And he just kind of smiles. Thank a little, you. Thank you. Which I think is the biggest yeah. smile he's done in the series. <laughs> It was just kind of sweet. I also really enjoyed... I liked when he was playing with his exactly hair. Exactly what I was about to say. After his mom he's was like, like, your hair is a little longer, yes? And he's like... Ooh. Sitting on his weird chair. <laughs> Being like, should yeah. I get a haircut? That looked like a gaming chair, didn't it? Kind well, of. That he was... looked like he was getting ready to play some fucking sweet PlayStation 2 games with his buddies. Well, that was... Jake, you even said it was going to reappear. Yeah. That, that was originally the captain's chair in the uh, Wyatt Derp episode. I yeah. hate it. That's not a, that is not good. I don't like it. Sorry, by the way, for stealing the thought right out of your no, mouth. Okay. But like that whole yeah, thing, no, it was, it was cute. so was like, cute. Mm, maybe mother is right. <laughs> Perhaps I need a haircut. Um, yeah, but Klingons tend to keep their hair very, very long, don't they? Yeah. 
All I know is he needs to let his go a little longer because he's got that, like, he's got the reverse Mary Tyler Moore going on with the back of his hair, and I, I don't know about it. I think, of, I mean, eventually he does have Yeah, it, long it ends up really long eventually. Good. And yeah, and then there's, 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 there's Wesley and his old man. Wesley. No, his very, very prescient old man. Fezzy Wes. I just started All the things laughing. I'm going to teach you. I started laughing whenever it was all like, well, I know whenever I make my next tape, I'm just going to be wiser and older. And I'm like, nope, nope. You don't, mm-mm. It, it worked, though. I, I kind of thought it was a sweet scene. It was nice. I liked it. I wish he had any fucking emotion in his goddamn acting, though. Which was a little stiff, yeah. Jack, he was so fucking dead inside. Possibly because, you know, he can't picture this baby thing as a... 18 year old that's true because Wesley's what 10 months old when he made the recording or some shit or 10 weeks, weeks, 10 weeks old 10 old and it's like what do you what do you need to actually say and he doesn't say much of anything other than I'm gonna keep doing these recordings son you're cool probably unless you're not in which case that's fine too uh, oh, okay so speaking of Jack Crusher Chris you have to tell us what did you think of that car wreck of a uniform he was wearing mm, god why did they get rid of the belt no now they've even gotten rid of the shitty little undershirt they had on the Enterprise he's just, C. He's just naked underneath that. Oh my god. I mean, it's very shortly Which before... Which I'm sure Caitlin's into. Well, you didn't get to see the back of it. Do you think he had a little flap to pull down if he had to go poopy? It's assless. It's entirely assless. I'm in. <laughs> it's interesting because in an episode we haven't gotten to yet, but I've seen like screen caps from... We do know that by the time he croaks, they've switched to the uniforms we see in seasons one and two of TNG. Yeah. So this is like, he must have recorded this like right before they made the switch. Yeah, but he croaked, what, 15 years ago or something? More? So it's a few no, it's gotta be like 17. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. It, it's Wait, then some... how did he never make, make another tape? Well, he just forgot about it. Or maybe he, he was... He yeah. didn't love Wesley I don't know. Much. I started a journal once with one entry. Yeah. Oh, God, I think I have a couple of those. I actually totally buy that as headcanon. It feels right. <laughs> or maybe, like, Picard made fun of him and he just, he's like, oh, what's this? I'm gonna record another tape for your son. For your you quote jack. unquote son. Ooh. <laughs> uh, for quote unquote your son. <laughs> oh, That's what awkward. happens. He learned, he learned who Wesley really was and said, well, fuck this journal project then. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like that scene. I like everything with Worf. There was a lot of concern that the that the two parents, who were two famous uh, Yiddish actors, would come across as too Jewy. Huh? What? What? What did what? What? Sorry, I, I was reading. Off, I, I was reading the as, the they, Rogenkos. I, bought, I believe them as as Russians. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but I actually thought of them as being Russian Jews. They reminded me a lot of like the Mauskowitzes, who I always assumed were Russian Jews. Mm. See, I didn't. I didn't know they were Yiddish actors. I like I th- I did think the um, Sergei reminded me a bit of Topol and Fiddler on the Roof, but more because he was Russian and had a big beard. I I had no I yeah no they did not come off as uh, see, inherently no, Jewish. See, no, I guess. Knowing that that uh, what what their background was, it's like oh they're they're being like the, te- the the typical like doting kind of parents and oh you're. Your hair and oh, have you been eating well? Let me, let me make you some gain blood some, stew. Gain some weight; it looks good on you. Yeah, I, exactly. Uh, if if they were act, if she was actually a Jewish mother, she would have come she'd be with. Spo- she would have brought the pie with spooning her. Spooning the broth into his he mouth would not as have he was had, talking. He would Possibly not have had also, to ask for the pie; it would have already been there. And oh, I forgot about that. That was cute. maybe also asking when he's going to make her a grandmother. But that's just <laughs> that's just all mothers, really. That's not. I don't think that's a. Uh, yeah, only. no, that's not a. 
Jewish grand Jewish it, mother. It is not. But I I did though. I did sort of I did sort of assume that they were Jewish, and I don't know why. See, I just yeah no, I just thought yeah, Russians sure. But I definitely felt like Sergey was like. Papa Moskowitz, big time. See, Sergei, I thought Topol, because again, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, no, totally Topol, The too. mother, actually, because of the weird, big, poofy hair she had, yeah. she reminded me of the um, spa owner oh, in, in uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away, I was thinking that, too. Well, I oh, can't remember uh, her name, the witch. Yeah, and her sister, of course. Zaniba. Yeah, just, but again, most because of the no. puffy hair. Is that right? Zaniba might have been the sister. No. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. It, um, it doesn't matter, but either way, I know, her. but it's going to plague me. Just... Yubaba. Yeah, either way, yeah. Because just because of the haircut. I was like, oh. So I was like, okay. You're right, Zaniba is the sister. It's like it's Topol and, and and anime lady. They were they were Worf's parents. Or at least they didn't get turned into pigs. True. True. <laughs> I love that movie. That is so a weird much. fucking movie. I'm gonna get a Tino Face tattoo someday. That is so original. Thank you. Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Ames. I feel like I, I tore us away from uh, the Picard plot before you were ready to... Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what else I was going to talk about with the Picard plot. Well, while you try to remember that, someone... I didn't go back to check, but did they switch from calling him Louis to Louis? Did they call him both in the episode, one, or was that my imagination? At one time, like, I think... Yes. I mean, they, call, they called Robert Robert once. Oh, they did? Yeah. I missed that. I think Picard calls him Louis, and Robert calls him Louis, but... Robert's wife. wife called him Louis. Oh, Jesus. It's almost like they kept changing from day to day of filming what they were doing with the names. I just think, like, it's it's sort of like, you know, sometimes you're feeling a little continental and want to yes. want to use the old school French pronunciation. Or, as I've always said, sometimes you feel like a nut. Ah, sometimes that's true. you don't. So do you think, by the by, that they're homeschooling Rene? Because he's a little old to not know what the word arrogant means. How old is Renee? I assumed at least ten. Oh, Do you I think he's getting any schooling at all? He's only learning how to smash grapes. That's a good question, though, like because I often wonder. Obviously, on the Enterprise, there is a school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the little fuckers are learning advanced algebra at like seven. But like, is it possible that school isn't the norm, especially when you can just plop a kid down in front of a TV screen or a... Can they just download it? No, I'm sure he's getting the three R's at home. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. No, he's getting the three G's. Grapes, grapes, grapes and, and grapes. grapes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah, that's why he doesn't know shit, because yeah. Robert won't teach him anything that was invented after the 16th century. <laughs> I don't know what arrogance is, but I can tell you a, a spot a conquered grape from a mile away. Mm. Yeah, that was my other question. Like, so Picard specifically uh, decides, well, while, while the ship is getting getting renovated and fixed up, I'm gonna go hang out with my family. My and my brother hates me because this is supposed to like be less stressful than having to deal with his Borg emotions. I mean, having his gone brother through, practically is Borg. Having gone through such a traumatic experience, he just wanted to see something familiar and that makes sense the fact that that confounded troy so much like yeah i was just gonna say that i wonder if this means something he's like i know exactly what this means i'm not hiding anything you stupid bitch aren't you supposed to be an empath i oh. didn't know that she, like she didn't understand it i just feel like she was 
She like, was poking for no reason. Like, yeah, and like, why do you think that is? It's like Troy. We fucking all know why that is. When there he is knows, no he's need. not. He's not denying any of. It. She's acting like he's hiding. There's nothing. He's hiding. She's like, she's no. She's like, no. I can tell you're thinking of leaving Starfleet to join some new continent project. <sighs> and he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you're so pretty. Are you kidding? Troy is on the call, Louie, and told him about and told him to go visit Picard. Yeah, she wants to get rid of Picard because she really liked it when when Riker was in command. Gave her a little lady boner, you think? A little bit. Yeah. But, but yeah, and then she kisses him. She is the most unprofessional fucking psychiatrist in space. Yep. It's like well, how she handled Barkley. You know, close your eyes. I want to dim the lights. I and told you. Put my boobs near I, your face. We think counselor what? is did analogous. Did I miss that episode? We think counselor is analogous yes, to, to therapist. Yeah. That was the one you. But missed. it's actually oh, more damn. analogous to prostitute. Something. It's ridiculous. Oh. By all accounts. Like, it was bad enough when she was just bad at her job, but now she's bad and inappropriate at her job. It's really annoying. Yeah. At least Ezri Dax actually helps Garrett get over his claustrophobia. What? <laughs> um, we'll, we'll make this joke in about five years. Yeah, no, she's a man. counselor we meet in the future. Oh, I have one, one note I made. Jack's whole tape to Wesley is going to be, Shut up, Wesley. And then we'll Wheaton will block him on Twitter. Yeah, no. Overall, I uh, I like this one. Like it's a character piece. It actually, what I kind of enjoyed was it was you know a continuity episode. I mean, yes, obviously continuity from the immediate pre. I know they didn't usually usually do a lot of continuity. Yeah, even usually just having everyone oh, stands alone. I got a continuity concern about okay. this episode. Did Picard? Pack because he has a little bag, right? That little yeah cylinder yeah that everybody uses instead of actual yeah, luggage. If, if is it like a TARDIS? Does is it bigger on the inside? Anyway, if he just brings a little mini replicator, then he has everything he needs. You know what it is? I don't think you can. I think they take too much energy. You know what it is? It's uh in the future, all clothes are like the Flash's costume. Oh, so they fit you automatically. Oh, and also like it can shrink down. Right. To, I don't know if that's actually in the comics. I don't anymore, think so because but... when we well maybe I don't know. I, it's, hey, yeah, the point it's just is a, the point like I was, said, it's the more point I was getting issue. to was did he pack his uniform because when yeah, he oh, yeah, his he, uniform. At the end. he was wearing his uniform at the end but when he went he that. wasn't wearing it. No, no. He was wearing that weird did he like shirt. phone up the ship like hey beam down a uniform because I don't want to beam back out of uniform. I, the yeah, it's, I didn't. But he beamed down in in his. Flouncy robes. French clothes, yeah. yeah. Maybe Marie hand-stitched it for him since she's so into mm. the old-school arts of housewivery. And we yeah. know they don't have a replicator. No replicator. Yeah. So what was, what was Maybe the, she secretly has one and that's what happened. Was, was, was the impression that she really fucking wanted a replicator so that she wouldn't have to be cooking all the goddamn time and Probably. Robert wouldn't let her have one? It seems like it. Or he lives even, life in the old way. He beats or, his wife and child. Or even... <laughs> oh, God. Or even just so that even if she wanted to keep cooking, she could at least, like, replicate carrots instead of having to go to the market or whatever, which will probably just replicated carrots anyway. Well, you know, that's a... That is an interesting question. Well, they do make... I mean, obviously, there's, there's still agriculture because they're growing yeah. grapes, obviously. And we know that Lewis, before he... I mean, Lewis evidently is a real failure in life. <laughs> Because they even talk about how, oh, the hydroponics business didn't work out, so now you're in the continent business. Yep, because those are related. Yeah, I'm guessing if he's... I'm guessing know, water, he's... Water, water is underwater yeah. in both places. I'm guessing he's a real Lyle Landley type. Who the fuck is Lyle reference. Landley? He's the salesman from the monorail episode of The Simpsons. Oh, Jesus. I he, he didn't just, remember that he had a name. 
Uh, he, who's a play on the character, which I don't remember the name of from the Music Man. But anyway, mm. I don't know. Like he seems like like somebody that's I don't know. Like you ever get people that are like, oh, buy my Amway or my fingernail so he's, he's stickers just a, or whatever. He's a swindler. Yes, pyramid scheme. I don't know. I Monorail. Think, I think he might actually <laughs> just be suffering from what people will really be suffering from in the future, which is that they're saying that. The generation of kids there aren't enough right jobs now. to go around. No, it's not just that, but it's so like I work for a school, and one of the things that they've been talking about is the sixty-year curriculum, which is like the idea that people who are currently in high school, first of all, are probably going to live till they're in their like hundred and teens, just based on like increasing lifespan. How but is also, that we discussed this. Yeah, we talked yeah, about. They're but, all going to get but, heart disease when they're twenty. Sure. But good, thin it out. But the other thing is, is that they anticipate that like, there will be like between like four and five career changes per person in their lifetime because things will keep changing at such a rapid rate. So I wonder if like maybe yeah, the he internet, wasn't, internet maybe, will be obsolete shortly. So I wish. all those internet jobs. Well, the other thing too is like gone. you've got to figure it's post scarcity, so probably nobody really has, has to, to work. work. So maybe it's like maybe they just invent like weird shit for people to do just to keep them busy, you know? Yeah, they don't actually need the just extra stop, land. Stop the population like... from having... Un- well, no, they might need the land because there's probably... Yeah, if, if people aren't dying as as young, and then they're still then fucking... Yeah, but there's and so they many... they have no jobs, I bet they're fucking even more. There's so many M-class planets. You can't fucking spit without hitting one. The yeah, moon but, and but Mars have been terraformed. But why should you want to leave Earth? What dump. if you don't want to? But what if you don't want to leave? But everyone wants to in this world. I'll tell you what, why you want to leave Earth. Because it's constantly under threat of alien attack. That is so true. Is every planet. I don't. I feel like but every time the, has... the aliens are attacking a planet, it's like, oh, they're heading towards Earth. Okay, but if your life has no meaning because you have no work and therefore no drive, maybe you're like appreciating the mix-up when someone comes to destroy your planet. Well, now wait a minute. Otherwise, you're in a constant state of ennui. Wait a maybe. minute, though. That is a very modern sort of, you know, late capitalism notion. Who says one needs a job to have meaning? Without a job, I could spend all my time on my hobbies. Then your hobby kind of becomes yeah, a but job. Yeah, ho- but you know how quickly your hobby, your one hobby, all your hobbies will dwindle into a single hobby, which is just masturbating. That's fine. Okay. I was actually going to say, if I didn't have to work, I would just masturbate all day. So I'm glad that you See, went you went there, Jake. I'm yes. one of those assholes that gets bored every ten minutes and keeps jumping from hobby to hobby. So I'd just be that idiot with, like, 15 different things in my house. Like, what's that? That's my model phase. to jerk off with. So, like, 15, lots of different... 15 different unfinished projects. Yeah, exactly. All of them fleshlights. <laughs> <laughs> all of them filthy. But, you know, I'd have, like, my little pile of half-constructed models. I'd have, a, I'd have a guitar. I'd have, like, 18 video games I haven't finished. About fleshlights. A half-mounted fish you caught. <laughs> with a fleshlight. A half-mounted yep. Livingston with a hat. <laughs> a what? A half-mounted Livingston with a hat. Half-mounted Livingston? The, like Livingston Picard's fish Picard's is called fish. Fish Livingston. Oh, really? I don't it's know if it's ever actually said in the show. It might even just be a fan It's thing, one of those but... Ewok oh. things. Okay, so anyway. Anyway, you know what was sadly missing from this episode? Data. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no Brett Spiner in this episode. Well, oh, we get but... we get we get Menage Spiner next episode, so they make still, up for it. Still, I think I think it's a uh, crime. Menage Brent. Wouldn't that be like? Uh, Good joke, Kate. Shit, I'm trying to think of a way to make it so that you've got Data at the beginning. Data Trois? 
It doesn't work. So here's the problem with work. brothers. Nothing. They're Data's always perfect. they're always trying to kill you so they can be king. They could have spent way more time actually fleshing out the Soong family drama if they hadn't had shit dick and his idiot brother fuckwit. Shit, shit dick and I, fuckwit. I like what? Oh yes. What? Fucking okay. what? So much time was wasted watching like Crusher be all like, oh, he didn't mean. I mean, also like, okay, that little fuck, right? Like, I get that they're all mad at Johnny faked his death because like this made the brother run away. But you know what he didn't. Do? You know what he didn't fucking do. He didn't make the little idiot eat the poison berry. Yeah, that was all on poison? him. Why is there even poison on the ship in a place where children? Would so play? I assumed they were on the Cold planet the at the arcade. What planet? The planet they had been on, um... Earth? No, no. What arcade? It started with Picard saying, like, we've had to cut short our... He didn't call it shore leave, but basically shore leave. They just had shore leave on Earth. Well, we don't know how long there has been between the episodes. I know, I thought that too. Okay. But yeah, he mentioned they'd, like, he had to cut short. Like, he didn't call it shore leave. He called it, like, a leisure or something. Mm -hmm. So I'd assumed that they'd been on the planet. And that was where... But yeah, so this kid, like, he runs away. He's like, oh no, I think I killed my brother. And he's like, oh no, I haven't eaten in ten minutes and I'm an impulsive little fuck, so I'm going to eat this... Again, Here's the just thing. should have let him die. Here's the thing. What if he wasn't stupid? He just wanted to kill himself? Yes. Because he thought he killed his brother? That one. Mm. That is what I assumed was going on. No, because he seemed pretty no, mopey about dying. Well, that's because once he well, figured out that his brother lied about it. And also because he's actually. nine years old, and when you're or whatever, and when you're a fucking nine year old, the yeah, no, fuck that. Permanence whole... of death is probably a little outside of your scope, really. Fuck that whole subplot. It was only shoehorned in so there could be like a yeah, time it was, limit. Yeah, it was a countdown. But again, like the, there, there would have been plenty of tension. Excuse me, from just trying to get the ship back. You know, yeah. I didn't need this fake countdown. I feel like you need you need at because otherwise it's like oh well we got nowhere to be anyway so we have all the time in the world to like fix the ship. But it was also and just... and I guess Data's gone. Whatever. It was also just a really heavy-handed thing so that at the end Troy the stupid cow could go <laughs> brothers Whoa. forgive each other and I wanted Data to be like. Bitch, if this is about lore, I am going to point out that that motherfucker killed a whole colony, tried to kill everyone on this ship, this little idiot just pulled a prank. Those are fucking worlds apart, you jackass. Yes, we all know that before you forgive your brother, you have to wrestle in the mud first. That too. Wouldn't that destroy lore and Data's circuits? No, no they're, they're waterproof. waterproof. I know, I'm just kidding. Jeez. Anyway, I Data's bitched so about that. Can we talk about the actual plot that they had to... See, I Take valuable time away from for Wingus and Dingus. There's not a lot of time devoted to to the two yeah, it's like brothers. eight minutes. That's what I mean. It should have been. It's very little time. There's there's a lot of time watching Data chill on the bridge by yeah, himself. Like that. that I thought been, you could cut a lot of that. That should have oh been shorter. God, so boring. you could have cut that B plot entirely, and you could have had a lot of time to actually have a really interesting three way discussion between the Soongs. Ooh, three way. Mm. No incest. All creepy. of them they're robots. Still incest. Androids. Why do you think Soong made them? Yeah. He because really wanted he to was infertile. Exactly. And he wanted he to fuck He says, himself. oh, I, I, love, I always love that face. But yeah. uh, I did, for all the, the sort of issues with this episode, I loved the way Spiner played Soong. He was like a weird little Yoda scientist. All those funny little noises he made. Okay, that's enough noises. 
But yeah. I mean, also, it's a good re- I mean, going back to your th- uh, uh, gripe with the with the pots. We shouldn't have kids on board anyway. So. Oh, and also, actually, without sorry. their parents. Yeah, like I thing. get why Wesley wanted to stay behind. He was like getting a valuable. Well, that's right. They had to co- they had to get in contact with their parents. Yeah, and he was we, already at the age of here? decision. Like, yeah, Picard let them stay on board for some reason. Yeah, like again, Wesley, I get it. He was an acting ensign. He was like learning shit. He was getting credits for the academy. These two were like ten and nine. It's like no, you don't get to no, stay. Irish Go with your kids. fucking parents to start. Starbase whatever, you fucking maggots. Starbase whatever. God, I well, hate you those really kids. hate these children. So much. You know, that whole bad. B plot was a waste. I don't see I don't have the animosity. Like, I thought the exploding pack of whatever was a pretty good trick, and uh I thought the little little turdlet who decided to try to kill himself was a little shitlord. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I hated them both. And no, but I don't like... hate them both. I think it was a good trick. Oh, it was a good saying. trick, but the whole plot that's was That's a fantastic pointless. April oh. Fool's joke. Even Crusher, who knows he's going to die, is like, come on, you've never played a fucking trick on anybody before? Wait, Jesus he's also Christ. a liar. No, I haven't. You fucking liar. Liars die. Oh my what is God. going on? Why are you so angry? Chris needed something to be angry at and chose the children this week. Oh, okay. Also, you know I what I did like? like? Let's I like... order a pizza so we can be angry about that. Yeah, I, I also like the the big bubble that they put. I think his name. I think Willie was that kid. There were Willie and Jake. I forget which one. Is uh, yes, I did enjoy the idea of uh, that kind of putting him in the bubble, and I like the little effect of of Bev putting her hands in, and I'm looking like her hands aren't in gloves. What's she doing? And then they come out and make a little like, sprinkly, yeah sprinkly effect, like they get decontaminated. I'm like I thought that was yeah nice. yeah that was clever. I well, it's nice also touch. like a force field keeping his fuck germs out of the good yeah, air. Yeah, it, it's like you I said, like it's it. the it's the futuristic version of that glove thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. But good. the reason I'm so what? mad at the B plot is because it took this could have been. But they, Such a good episode. But they got Zoom's spent... dinosaurs at the end. Mm, there's also they don't that. deserve those. I don't know. I think I don't know how much more we could have had on the planet. No, we couldn't have because there was already thirty percent too much of fucking Zoom being like. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah, I don't know what else we could have earned. What else yeah. we could have learned? No one dying. That was really good. Yeah. That was lovely. I, I I loved seeing so much of Brent Spiner doing different things. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Brent Spiner as lore is so markedly different than Brent Spiner as data that you get to see like his actual like like denial. He's already going through the denial phase and it's really nice. Yeah, but like, I honestly didn't even believe it. Like that's the thing about lore is I don't trust anything, especially his emotions. Like well, so I was now, like, you're just full of shit. So he's Basic, so he snuck up on Data. Like, why would Data take his eye off him in the first place? Seriously. Especially after he makes that face. Yeah. Well, especially because where Data was the one who was like, you know, uh, Dr. Soong, you can't... Soong is all like, no, no, he's my son. I'm gonna trust him. Data's like, you really shouldn't, okay. So, Lore sneaks up on Data, gets a jump on him, turns him off, swaps clothes with him. Like, I was surprised that Data just didn't walk out hanging dongs. Yeah. Why, why did uh, why did Lore yeah. bother putting his clothes on Data? You know what it is? Maybe You're actually right. He, what a fucking waste. Maybe he had been <laughs> naked, but, like, Worf found him with a pile of clothes. The next one was like, put these oh, wait, on. we can't have this. Please put... Th- one oh, penis? Oh. What? <laughs> Cover yourself up, man. You should be embarrassed by your um, one penis. Uh, later on. I am sorry that Lore knocked you out and I mean, stole it's... one of your penises. <laughs> I, I only have one, Worf. And it's magnificent. Oh. It, yes. <laughs> That's what really happened. He, he walked in and it was huge and he was just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My two together are not that great. Dana's morning wood doubles as a carrying handle. He's like a tapir. I, 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 I do want to talk about one thing about mm. 
this is going to be a very special book, because I'm going to talk a little bit about password security. <laughs> so, as we saw, Data put a password on the computer, 52 alphanumerics, which is very secure. Very assuming yes. they were random. That's the, that's the trick. If Assuming he figured those out randomly, that's a secure password. But I do want to talk to our listeners a little bit about password security. So, I actually did some, I did the math, but I didn't write it down, but I'll... From memory, I'm sure our audience will, will correct me if I'm way off, but one measure, and it's, you know, it's really hard to measure password security, but one measure of password security is to figure out, well, how much, how long, or how many attempts would a random number generator need to make in order to randomly guess this password, right? And one way to figure that out is by measuring what's known as the entropy of the password, which is, ba- it's a cryptographic term, which is basically saying, basically a measure, you know, a measure of how many guesses it would take for a random number, and they call that entropy. Okay. And it's measured in bits. So there's some there's some. Oh, math. is that why like seventy two bit encryption or whatever the fuck? No, that's a t- that's a different thing. Is that different? Yeah. Thing? Damn. But, yeah, but it's I, I mean it's, it's, it's it's different but related. You know, it's all it's all about cryptography. Okay. But in the in the case of password entropy, it's really just a it's a measure of randomness. Mm. So you say okay. How long? What is the what is the search realm? You know, uh, what are the possible combinations of passwords? So you got to say, okay, well, I know that only alphanumerics are valid. Assume, you're making an assumption, and if you know how long the password is, which notably they did not. Yeah, no, that's um, right. said that. It could have been could have just been butts. Um, but in any case, if you if you know the length, data's password was had I want to say like two hundred and sixty something bits. Of entropy, which but they have is, to know the length first. What, well, no, just the password itself has entropy, right? Without, irregardless of length. Okay. So Data's password has 200, 260 something bits of entropy, which is very, very high compared to most, like most passwords that you would have on your email are like thirty to forty bits of entropy, and it would take take a computer something like many trillion, billion, trillion, trillion, quadrillion years, centuries, just guessing randomly at like a billion guesses per second to, to randomly get that number. So it's a really secure password. But you know what it isn't? Easy to remember. So I wanted to figure out, you know, and this is this is where we get to the lesson for our audience. Like, what is the deal with passwords? Why are they so hard to remember? Why? How can we make passwords that are easier to remember? Well, Jake's going to tell us secure. all his passwords now I as am. examples. I am. His well, password is just butts. He's well, so like, he, I dare you to look well, at my social security well, number. Well, pisses Go me on. off, right? Because I, I work in IT. And a lot of times when you're dealing with password policies and things like that at businesses, it's usually like, all right, so you, you have, have to have, you have, to have at least one lowercase letter, one uppercase number, a letter, a number... <laughs> And special character and a special character, and it has to be at least eight eight characters long. And you are going to make you change it every ninety days. And I, and like I'm just like you know what that is the terrible password policy. That is a right because it means you have to write it down it means, and then sticker it to your you're computer. Gonna, means you're gonna so someone's going to find it. So I feel like in general, information technology people in current existing password policies encourage people to make. Very insecure passwords because a they're very short. Eight mm. characters is shit for a password, and even with let upper lower numbers and special characters, 
an eight character an eight character password with those rules could be broken in like an hour. I'm just guessing. Like it's Damn, they are not secure compared to datas. Compared to datas, but or datas passwords. So it's all about the, it's all about how many possibilities they are for each password token. A token is a character. So for each character with an alphanumeric, there are 36 possibilities. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you know there's 52, you can say that the the number of possible combinations of 36 characters is 36 to the power 52, right? Mm-hmm. So 8 to the power, you know, say with numbers and things, you know, we maybe get like a 60-something search space for um, upper, lower numbers and special characters. So that, Right, but, because, oh, it's, because it's 52 for the letters, 10 for the numbers, and then... Eight yeah, for the special characters or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, right, you know, I'm with you. so it's really it's it's not there's although there's way more there's although there's more possible alphabet numbers or alphabet tokens you can use there's not as many characters so there's a way that that you can make a really good password is to use a token space that is extremely large so you could use for example dictionary words. And this is a common one. So words that are in the dictionary. I, you know, I looked it up. Webster's Dictionary has about 400,000 to 500, like almost half a million different words in it. So you could use... I like that you looked this up. So I figured out... You been, could, he you counts could, them if individually. You use, if this is a tossed salad and scrambled no, no, no. joke at the end... It's not. <laughs> if, okay. you use, if you use like 20 random dictionary words... It's remembering twenty yeah, random words is pretty a, easy, right? There's like, an XKCD comic about I was going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, so if you use twenty it's random like words of, of from something from even out of course. even if you just use the average adult English vocabulary, which is like twenty thousand words, if you use twenty random words, I believe, and I didn't do the math on this, but I believe you're going to probably end up with entropy higher than data's fifty-two random character word. And, uh, password because the search space is so much bigger, right? Twenty thousand versus thirty-six. Hmm. So it would take a computer if you just, and and here's the thing, and you don't need a password that long. You could probably get away with seven or eight words. Yeah, but then typing it and it coming up only as the dots means you'd have to make sure you know what you're typing. Yeah, you have to. Some of them through. also give you the option to show password while you're typing. I like those. So, like, if you really want a very secure password, my advice is get a dictionary out and it has to be random you can't spell a sentence right you can't put a shakespeare quote because those are well known so it has to be like raccoon surfboard rocket ship yeah but it can't even be that because you know what because you thought of it the really if you really want to be secure you should be rolling dice Mm. you should get a dice a set of dice roll them go to that you know go to that page but you have to, it has to be, the, you know, it can't just be the first six pages of the dictionary, so. So you need a lot of dice, is what you're saying. You need a bunch yeah. of D20s. Yeah, or a, a, if they made a D26, no, you could go. to a random go, number generator online. Yeah, you go to a random number. And plugged in what, what your maximum yeah. number of pages So of go dictionary. to your dictionary, generate ten random words, and like really, if we're being honest, you could probably get away with five or six for a pretty damn secure password, right? Five or six words randomly out of the dictionary, memorize them, never write them down, store them in your brain, don't write them down. Make create, that, an, create a mnemonic device. Create a mnemonic device for you. Okay, toss salads and scrambled toss eggs. Salads. Only five, five We're going to find that toss salad and scrambled eggs is actually like Kelsey Grammer's password. Oh my God, that he randomly generated. break into his Gmail. 
and then make that your password, and then you'd have a very secure password. And the, the XKCD has famously made this exact point. Correct horse, horse staple battery, I think. Yeah, or I think battery, staple. battery staple. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's my lesson. So basically, point is, your passwords suck. <laughs> and and, and, and often, more often than not, the, the places that are forcing you to generate your passwords are encouraging you to use bad password policy, so I can't quite blame you. But if given the opportunity, I encourage you to use a good password that you can remember. Mm. Anyway, that's my, uh, my information security rant. Rant off. It's uh, more useful to everyone than my those fucking children rants. Well, so. also those children suck, so... They did but their passwords uh, were terrible. Yeah. Data's password, though, even though it was only 36 possibilities per character, was extremely secure. Yes. Because it was oh, 52 yeah. characters long. Yeah, absurdly long. I did like that Soong had had, for some reason, yeah, I was hysterically just had these random dinosaurs. But then he also had had one of the models in Into the mouth the, of uh, a skull uh, of an yeah, egg. Yeah, yeah. The, the dinosaur skeleton I read, his head was borrowed from the Museum of Natural History. Oh, God, so it was real? Yeah. Jesus, what? why would they lend that out? For publicity? Jesus. I also read, and this is going to be very, very interesting, the original plot didn't even involve lore at all. And he was added because there wasn't any turmoil in the plot. <laughs> and he was added because they were about to have a second no-plot episode in a row. Hmm. And they're like, you know what? This this episode needs more data. But there still was <laughs> more no t- Brent Spine. But there's still here's the thing. There was still no turmoil. He was like, "Geez, Dad, you really suck." And his dad was like, "Yup." <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, oh, I stole the chip. Bye, bitches." And that was the end. There was no turmoil. Now there he was has like, double emotions. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, it was and second... he was already crazier before he even left. He gave so. this look like, now that I have double the emotions, I just have permanent boner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that sounds like something we could help him with. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of wish Lore had choked the life out of him instead of just throwing him. Or, like, gouged his eyes out, you know. Well, Dana needed a final moment with him. Yeah, that's true. He needed needed, to call him father. He needed to be alive so he could prove, like, no, Dana's really innocent. And also so that he can give Dana the the way that he can go fix the ship. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Unblock memory alpha. Totally do. Correct horse stable. That was some of the best lip syncing we've seen since Rock. Yeah, by dude. The way. I was look, I was looking into this, and we're giving we're actually we've been giving credit to the wrong person for the lip syncing. Oh. Uh, because the the person speaking does not have the audio of what they're going to be syncing to. They do it the other way around. Oh, so Picard had to sync. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So Data like for, so Brent Spiner just talks, and then they put Picard in a in a sound room somewhere. With the audio of Brent Spider talking, and he just says the words at the same time that he hears the words so that they match. Wow. Because mm. they do the same thing whenever there's like something wrong with the audio from ADR, filming. yeah. Yeah, whenever they have to go clean it up because there's been like an airplane going by overhead or they mumbled too much. Or so they do the same mowing thing. the lawn next door. Yes. Automatic dialogue replacement or something like that. I want to point out headcanon, uh, not really headcanon, more just, more just uh, tinfoil hat. Mm-hmm. Theory. So remember how I brought up how weird it was that Lore dressed Data in his clothes? Yeah. Uh-huh. He just really loves playing dress up? I think they switched. I think Data did get the emotion chip and went instantly crazy like Lore. And, and now and now we're stuck with Lore for the rest of the series? And now they've and now they've switched and then Data left with the 
emotion chip and lore actually did become good you know at, you know when he was there and you know he did the whole you're, you're not dying like that actually was him that was his heart melting and he became good and he's like i'm just gonna go in the back and take a nap data comes out data gets the emotion chip goes instantly crazy Soong <laughs> is a terrible scientist murders Soong, and that's why at the end it wasn't weird that uh data said father because lore already called him father <laughs> so didn't you suggest they'd switch places in their last episode, though? So now they've actually re-switched? Yeah, I don't, did you say that last episode? Probably. I don't well, I mean, this. what's the fun of having a twin if you don't exactly. occasionally pull that yeah. prank on your the teachers? The parent trap. Yeah. This is the worst parent <laughs> trap. <laughs> oh, God. You know Lindsay I, Lohan. You know what I did appreciate, though, was the fact that I think it was either you or Caitlin, Jake or Caitlin, for the listeners who I can't see who I'm looking at. One of you mentioned... During the first lore episode, that often wrong soon was stupid because it wasn't really. Oh, well, I said that. Oh, it was you, Ames? Yeah. Okay. And now in this episode, even lore is like, "That's dumb." It's a dumb name. Wrong it soon. Is. Wrong soon. Wrong soon. Yeah. It's not even sight rhyme. Yeah. I wonder if. Well, like. I wonder. Rhyme. I wonder if when they why not we might have brought this up the last time. But, song well, that's what I say. I wonder if if at some point, like the writer of the of. Data lore, data lore was planning for it to be pronounced song, mm. and and they just didn't, and then and then or like and then <laughs> the uh, the actors just started saying soon because uh, it has the double because it has the double O. It's probably supposed to be like so, like so song or something. Yeah. Mm. So ong, often wrong. So ong, uh, yikes. Yeah, but because yeah, that would make the rhyme work better. It would. Yeah, there just wasn't a lot going on in this episode. And oh, I know, there was plenty I, going on. I know, but I just... Uh, and I also didn't it really find... It was all find... Brent Spiner all the time. I know, but I didn't... And, and I, I did not share Chris's delight at Soong. I thought he was just annoying. Well, he was oh, also, was like, right. just, like, completely amoral. Like, well, time to summon my son. Goodness knows who in the middle of, and I don't care. Yeah. Banging and, y'all. And as if, as if Data wasn't already a liability. Yeah. Now we find out that he can be remote controlled. Yeah. Mm, and true. and can take over and they the le- ship. And they leave him on the bridge for reasons. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, well like when they when they, were, when they all uh, well, left the bridge. Well, I don't because well, he doesn't need to breathe, and I think they yeah, were trying to. Yeah, but I don't him think. But he hasn't stuff. fucking See, like I, he hasn't like no, they, spoken they, with they them. They had planned for him. I think he was also. They, they thought he was leaving as well, which is weird because he was going to the battle bridge turbo lift, mm. uh, and like. And like Picard gave him a nod, like, "All right, I'll see you in engineering." Why did yeah. they just get into the same turbo lift with everybody else? Why did he go to the? Was he going to the battle bridge first? Maybe is he... that the procedure? If the bridge has to be abandoned, we go to the battle bridge. That actually should be the procedure because it's a think. secondary bridge. But everybody else went to engineering. But Data well, they had was... to go to engineering so they could fix the goddamn problem. Well, yeah, you know, it is. They couldn't go to the battle bridge because maybe by this point they were filming Star Trek Six and they'd been turned back into the Enterprise A bridge. Maybe. <laughs> but I mean, maybe they left him behind partly because since he doesn't need to breathe, he can try to. But they yeah, no, they did not think because he was because when oh. when they were like, "Where the fuck's Data?" and they're like, "Data's on the bridge," and they're like, "Why is he still on the bridge? What the fuck's going on?" Well, my impression wasn't where the fuck is Data. It was more like. Something is happening weird on the bridge. Verify who that is. No, because they specifically said, where is Mr. Data? Oh. I yeah, they figured... were surprised that he was still on the bridge. Well, I feel like they... 
so to me, I guess I was reading it as they were surprised he was still on the bridge because whoever was on the bridge was fucking shit up, and they were more surprised that he was like fucking shit up than that he was. Yeah, no, it was definitely that it was data who was doing the fucking shit up. He was supposed to evacuate with everybody. All right, you know it was very very. Well, that's stupid. They should leave him behind. He doesn't need to fucking breathe. He could could fix shit on the bridge. That would be a good plan. Like, oh, the bridge is fucked up. Well, data, why don't you stay here and be our eyes and ears? For some reason, they didn't suspect anything was wrong, even Even though they asked him like five times, "Mr. Data, what are you doing? Mr. Data, what's wrong? Mr. Data, this, this. Oh, great." Now that now we can't live on the bridge, I guess we can leave him here, even yeah. though he hasn't answered any of our last ten questions. Well, because they had no air, so they didn't really have time to fuck around. But still, it's like you drag him with you by the fucking heels, mm. dude. He's like a robot. He's got five times your strength. Also, he's probably wicked heavy. Yeah, is he that heavy? Yeah, I don't know. Worf picked him up at the yeah, end. Strength of a Klingon. Yeah, it also reminded me very much of the the menagerie when Spock takes over the ship and locks everything down mm. so that only he can control it mm. for reasons that he doesn't tell you because goddamn the menagerie. <laughs> oh, we have to go to Talos. No, we can't go to Talos. God damn it. Boop. Uh, what else? But yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just think that if I were Picard at this point, I would first you cannot wipe you, data. You, you can no longer trust voice print stuff yeah, no. because data can replicate your voice so and lots of beings can replicate your voice i feel yeah that's true ventriloquists mm. um and we should have so they should definitely have secure passwords on everything not just alpha one they should require authorization picard alpha one they should require two, biometrics yeah, biometrics. They've um, used it before for that time that him and Riker were going to kerplode the ship. Well, also, didn't uh, even Kirk had to do a retina scan to watch the Genesis video. And that was not really that important. Because it wasn't like any of the science of Genesis was in there. It was just her pitch video. Yeah. And so, he can't even use Retinax, so what did that do to his eyes? Mm-hmm. So biometrics, agreed. Passwords, agreed. And here's the thing. you gotta t- you got to take Data's clearance to a lower level because... Mm-hmm. He was able to, even with before he emulated Picard's voice, he had shut down the bridge using just his own yeah. authorization. Yeah, no, he, like, they need to reassign him to, like, the gardens with Keiko. Yeah. Oh, okay. so you know what I never realized? That the chairs they have in those back stations, like, pull out from the wall. Oh, yeah, that was That's kind of sweet. Cool. I saw yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Because I know people have been sitting there before, but I always assume they kind of brought in a chair. Mm. Like, and just hope the audience wouldn't think yeah, about no, that's, that's, it. They're Murphy like, chairs. It's like how to, yeah. how to create a very space-efficient dorm room. Yeah. I, I Wait, thought... so you're saying that Ikea designed the Enterprise? <laughs> that explain a lot. Doesn't explain the rocks in the ceiling. No. Actually, no. it sort of does. Like, I feel like all of no, Ikea's... No, they don't, they don't include rocks in the tiny package that you have to buy. No, but I mean, like, because Ikea's... Actually... Now I know what it feels like. I'm sorry. so Sorry. But at the I was, sorry, but I'm still gonna say what yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Uh, I recently went to an IKEA, and at the end they do sell a lot of plants, and you can buy like bo- like bags of gravel. Fake rocks, to, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then you have to get them separate from the from the nice like small, very compact box. What I was gonna furniture. say is that their furniture is made of cheap hollow wood that probably has cardboard inside it. So I was suggesting that perhaps when they build a starship, instead of using solid metals, they just put like. Heavy stuff in there. <laughs> like Beats headphones. But you still have to put it together. 
using an Allen wrench, yep. <laughs> which on a starship takes for fucking ever. And an Allen wrench comes with every single thing you buy, so that by the end of your 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 time at college or whatever, you have like twelve Allen wrenches. So actually, what should have fallen from the ceiling? Nothing but Allen wrenches. Allen wrenches. <laughs> I'm actually very disappointed. I recently bought a sofa from IKEA, and it did not come with an Allen wrench. The cute little yellow one is from Ikea? Did it require one? No, it came with a different tool. You had to build a sofa? Yeah. I didn't know the sofas had to be built. They don't always have to be, but the one I bought was assemblable. Oh, wow. It's really cute and comfy, too. Cool. Which one is it? What name does it have? I do not remember. Lal sounds like it should be an Ikea name. Wow. And I was thinking, does Dr. Sue know anything about Lal? Because he says he's been following data, you know, remotely. Fuck, what like episode was that? I should have put that in my bottom three. I oh, fucking right. hated Lol. The Offspring. Was that this season? That was last season. That was season three. That was season three? Yeah. Yeah, top and bottom. So I could have put her on. The- God damn it. Do you want to switch? Yes. My top bottom three is now just Offspring. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like, just like see, grapes. If we'd had more time with the Soongs, Data covered all, you know, I tried to make a kid. It didn't go well. Well, they talked for a long time about, about, you know, what, you know, why look to the past. You look to the past because you look at your history. You look to the future because you know, you're you going to create Offspring yeah. to make your, to live for you afterwards, which is what Data says at the end, like, you're not really dying because I'm living for you. I'm like, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was um, And like, why not bring up Lau yeah. during this conversation? Yeah. Well, especially after he's like, you joined Starfleet. What the fuck? Why weren't you a scientist? And then he could have been like, well, actually, sir, I... I, I have followed in your footsteps. I made yes. a made a creepy ex- looking lump child. I did exactly what you did. Looked a lot like you, in fact. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you though. remind me of Lol before she chose her corporeal form. Presumably, like there wasn't the the problem with Lol was that Data did not know how to make the positronic brain. Yeah, he did not have like the only and the like e- the way he made Lol was by just copying his like, yeah a photocopy of his brain. But sort of Soong like knows the, how to make it from scratch. Like yeah. Soong has the secret sauce. Presumably, What's somewhere in his lab, mm. there's going to be the documentation. I thought it was big uh, on his process, or at least Donald's you know sauce. information on what he you know how he did that. So presumably, data now, unless the only thing he took from the lab was the dinosaur toys, uh, <laughs> knowing data. Yeah, probably. So presumably, he now knows or has records of. Soong's process. And if he didn't take them, then if Picard had any sense, he would have blown that yeah, cottage up from orbit. Because, mm. you know, if he really did, you know, there's no reason Lore couldn't come back and be like, aha, and make an army of himself. Mm. I wish. And just be like, well, as we're as all as crazy as now, but only I have the perma bonus. Yeah, yeah but so we already have that, and that's the Borg. We don't need more Borg. Yeah, if only Lore had an army Lorg. of Borg. Borg and Lorg. <laughs> that's that's an IKEA furniture. Morgan yeah, Morgan. Morgan That's what we need. Morgan Morgan. Anything anything else? Da, 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 da. Oh, there was a well, for one thing, like filming data in three roles in the same room oh, together. Yeah, yeah. Chaos. I imagine. Like they've had to plan out for like three days every single move, which they don't usually do on a TV show. No, usually yeah. it's like, yeah, you'll walk over here, whatever. We'll shoot you whatever, whatever you do. This one, they had to like plot out every single time he moved and filmed 
just just dated in lore one day and filmed uh, Sung the next day to do the makeup and shit. Well, I was going to say, you would assume that all of Sung's bits probably got done in one day-ish because of that probably, makeup probably yeah. took fucking hours. Yeah, yeah, They originally were playing with the idea of of um, hiring another actor, an older Asian actor to play Sung. So the Assu- name would make some sense? Assuming that, that you know, they Ryan Spider couldn't Ricardo do it. Montalban. They almost got I don't, uh, Key Luke, need- uh, who was the guy that played Donald Corey in Whom Gods Destroy. Wow. He Which was the, that? He, uh, that was the one where the yeah the inmates of a psych ward all take over the. Oh yeah, psych that's ward. a good one. With that. Was that based on the Edgar Allan Poe story, by the way? Like intentionally or what? not? Edgar Allan Poe story. The one where the madmen take over the asylum. I'm not sure. I read that one. Isn't that a Isn't that a Poe story? I'm actually woefully unfamiliar with his work. Me too, because it sucks mostly. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Except for the masculine red death, that's a good one. Is it? Well, I saw a really good radio play of it once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was some, yeah, I, I don't know. I like both of these episodes. To me, are very good. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, Bev, both... Bev told a bad joke. Data's jokes were better than Bev's joke. Yeah. Well, she was. Hers wasn't really a joke. Hers was. She was trying to teach a lesson to the kid about not hurting yourself. Yeah. Well, not just that, but she also didn't go and at the end. But she, she did make gotta, a weird face the... and voice when she yeah, did the punchline. Yeah, she line. tried to do bro. Oh, yeah. Don't move your arms. Don't move your arms that way, kid. You'll shoot your eye out, motherfucker. They should have put the fucking kid in cryo and just been done with it. I was wondering that the whole time. Like, why haven't they, like... Like, oh, no, he's gonna croak in 24 hours. Well, time to stop the clock on him. Yeah. Just, like... Seriously, just dip him in space for like two seconds so he freezes but doesn't die, and then you're, you're good. I think it takes longer than two seconds. Wait, like, does. Like if, Go ahead. So why aren't yeah? Why aren't there ever you know like cryopods on the Enterprise for things like? Because it would solve too many problems. Yeah, it would just be well, another thing they'd have to forget existed. Well, that and because they probably weren't sure that that was going to be a viable thing. The future. So I this is the show that brought us transporters. They're not worried about how viable a science is. Well, no, is but I just mean it. like you know. And know. they already had a whole episode that was about thawing people out from the 20th century. Oh yeah, that sucked. And two of them, because wait a minute, space seed. <laughs> like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Cryo's fine. been well established in track. All right, fine. Before we end though, can I open my present for Mr. Mobile? Oh yes, that's right. You weren't here for it. I wasn't. Last week. Oh, I'm sorry. You missed the rock candy. Oh, me too. I heard that was great. There was an orange one that tasted like anisette. There was an orange one that tasted sort of like my butthole. Well, we figured out that they do still make those candies. They're, yes, they're no, they're no longer name. Star Trek branded, and they might be better when they're not fifteen years old. So we could old. always get. Well, we have the package still for the candy, so we could order There's some. So much crinkling. We could refill right the package. And um, sorry, listeners, for the crinkling. I'm not sorry. Thank All right, you. Caitlin's got her cards. All right, I've got hollow deck Jordy LaForge, but he's not. Forcing himself on any ladies. Oh no, that's I think that's him from uh, Hollow Pursuits. It says it says Hollow Deck. So yeah, I'm but assuming the it's picture is a picture of the Hollow Deck. Oh, okay, so it's okay, fine. Heart of Glory. The loyalty Ooh. of Klingon Worf to the USS Enterprise is severely tested when the starship rescues two fugitive Klingons. Oh, that one. I'm going to ask Once you not to read all of them. Yeah, please that's don't. Yeah, they're they're quite don't read them. We didn't do that. <laughs> It'll take forever. Oh, and I got a checklist. That's boring. Did you guys get checklists? I got a checklist. I did not. No, I didn't either. But is that what? Does that count as one of my twelve cards? That's horse so. shit. That is bullshit. Horse shit. Sorry. Excuse Bull me. Bullpocky. Ah, the arsenal of freedom. Oh, I've got a picture of uh, of Tasha and Data Aww. doing what they do best. Banging. Yes. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Trapped. It appears to be a comic book. Oh, what the fuck is that? Ah, what is that? Oh, it's the dolphin. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, that horrible book monster. God, that's disgusting. Uh, anyway, it's a comic book. Oh cover. yeah, there's some comic book and book covers. Seriously, in there. look at it. It's fucking horrific. I forgot how Wesley weird the... was gonna put his dick in that. Well, there's lots of orifices for him. Yeah, it looks like you could fuck the nose hole with yeah. his teeny dick for sure. Anyway, a picture of the dolphin, 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 boffin. Picture another LaForge picture, which is just appears to be Jordy LaForge's card. Yeah, it's like a. Oh, publicity one shot. One from the schizoid man. Data with his... I got a data-heavy pack of cards here. Oh, with here. his beard. Sexy oh. beard. I got a picture of Data from that shitty episode, Home Soil. Oh, Data he, looks good, though. He looks sexy. He just fucked That's that laser fuck, to yeah. death. Yeah. Oh, shit. I got Commander William T. Riker's card here. Oh, Beardless, beardless. Riker. Beardless Bill. Bill Riker. Beardless Bill Riker. Beardless Bill Riker. If I ever go into uh, porn. Coming of change. age. Wesley in one of his terrible fucking sweaters with his mumsy. Another card of Data, which is actually the so Brent Spiner card. Yeah, it looks like you. I got the wrong pack. Just kidding. I'm keeping it. Oh, and Skin of Evil, mm. Tasha Yar's Death Day. Mm. I got like the fucking everything Data card set here, and yeah. the Dolphin, and the. Oh. I was thinking, looking at the Schizoid Man, that uh, Brothers had a lot of Schizoid Man in it because we had what was his name. He called call, call me Papa. Oh, yeah, or yeah. Or Grandpa? Call me Grandpa, Papa? I think. Oh. Two, four, six. No, wait a minute. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen. No, so this little checklist mm. is just an extra card that not all well, packs Well, according have. to the pack, you can send away for a free checklist. Well, oh. I don't have to. Send your name, address, zip code, and birthday to Star Trek Trading Card Checklist, P.O. Oh. Box 12699, Churchill, Maryland, 21690. Name, address, birthday. Oh, the offer expired June 30th, 1992. Damn. Do you know just, who's like... Just past the date. I've got a shitload of Jordy too. There's no... There is zero Picard here. True. Mm. No Troy. No. Good. Well, Troy's on this one in the comic book cover. True. Ish. And so, her fucking collarbones still look like they killed her. Right, important, so importantly, Caitlin... Do you want? Do you actually want to switch in the offspring from one of your bottom three, or are you happy with what you've got? Remind me, high ground was the terrorism one. Yep. Ensigns of command was. Bev makes out with a terrorist. Yeah, that one was pretty crappy. Ensigns of command was. The one where Data poisons the water hole. Oh yeah, he blows it up. Okay. My grandfather. Yeah, suck it. And what was the vengeance factor was one again? Utah. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm gonna switch out Ensigns of command for offspring. Cool. That you've, heard it, you've, heard, you've heard it here. It's official now. Yeah. Um, so back to the cards briefly. So the cards that we opened uh, with Michael Fisher last week and today are the Star Trek 1991 25th anniversary Next Generation trading cards. Now, a few years later, uh, Skybox released the Master Series trading cards, which uh, are much nicer, I will say. Um, but they're, they're all artwork. And I have some of them, and I wanted to share a couple of these, particularly with Caitlin, uh, because I think she'll appreciate them. So these are essentially art cards. They did they they were paintings okay. that were then rendered onto. Uh, yeah, they did a nice job onto, with them too. Onto trading cards, and they have a like. I gold, like that you have gold, them in little protectors. One. Well, because, you're my favorite kind I was, of nerd. I, I love was a you. Kid and I, I know. I love you. So it's one, a, it's a way to send, like. send more product. Aww, that one is nice. But this one... It's a, it's a Data and Tasha looking lovely together. This one, I think you'll Isn't really like. Isn't this beautiful? Like. Each orphan's in their own way. Data and Tasha Yar shared a special Aww. bond during their time in service together aboard the USS Enterprise. Special bondage. Yes! Sorry. I mean... Tell us what it is. This one's good. Isn't it? It's <laughs> fucking Dr. Crumpets and Worf and Joy. <laughs> 
<laughs> enjoying some poison enjoying tea. Enjoying some poison tea. Oh my god, this is so wonderful. I love Dr. Pulaski so much. Yeah, I, I, I miss, miss her. Oh, Jinx. Ames and I are, it's funny, you and I are the same person. Ames and I are part of, the, we're the another person. It's it's very... That's it's, weird. You're their secret daughter from the future. You're like Chibi Moon. Except less annoying, I hope. Most of the time. Alright, carry That's on. It's fair, I'll take it. Oh, those are fucking great, dude. Thank you, I love them. Can I look through the ones you guys got? I don't need to talk about them, I just yeah. want to look at them. Alright, well, I, while you're doing that, I think we should... We will do... Um, so, uh, that was... Uh, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> Good wrap-up, Jake. Cool. Alright, so I think we're done here. I'll do the outro. <laughs> Next week on A Star to Steer Her By, we'll be talking about two new episodes about Star Trek The Next Generation. Alright, guys, come on. I'm trying to do the thing. Sorry. Um, Sound clown. Sound clown. So first, we will be... Uh, suddenly Human. Suddenly Human in Suddenly Human. <laughs> First aired on my birthday, huh. 1990. You would have um, turned, what, five? Yeah. I little think, yeah, little mini right. Jake. And then, Did you still watch? Did you watch for your birthday? Uh, Is that even probably, a question? Probably. Probably, I'm sure. Probably watched for his birthday in like a new uniform or something. Mm. And followed by Remember Me, which did not air on my birthday. It aired the following week. Jake's birthday is every week. On October 22nd. <laughs> Every week on Thursdays. Um, so there we go. Those are coming up. Suddenly Human. Remember me. Read it. Listen. Like it. Facebook. Uh, Sorry to see her by. On Facebook. Search for that. Also on Twitter. Tumblr. Do we actually post anything on Twitter? Yeah, are, are, we, are we making? When are we forcing to. people to subscribe to this thing and not anyway? But yeah, so sure, fine. If you if you don't really want a lot of spam, follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. Yeah, that's why I can't follow Twitter because it's it's just an overload of stuff. Yeah, I have friends that post literally like twenty times a day, and it's like you know what? I don't need to know every time you eat a sandwich. Yeah, Tumblr. Um, I do, uh, just by now, I suspect uh, the the season. Wrap up will have been posted onto Tumblr probably or soon. I'll work on it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Doctor. At some point there'll be a new Tumblr post, so that's coming up. Enjoy that. Uh, again, we're SSHB podcast. There you can find this podcast and many more on iTunes, on Google Tunes, I Google Play Tunes. I don't know. Yeah, Play Tunes. Uh, Play Tunes. Play Tone. Google Play Tunes. Play Tone. Wasn't that the record company from that thing you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, interesting. I've never seen it. That. Um, Pantone is the color and whatever's. Yeah, self-appointed yeah, guardians of color. They can get is fucked. a shampoo company. True. Shampoo and conditioner, two in one. Whoa, crazy. I know. So yeah, find. Uh, we should have. We should talk to Pantone about getting an official SSHB color. We should. Would be what turd brown? I was gonna say it's gonna be the color brown, of brown, the brown eyes. eyes. I don't know. <laughs> the brown I don't eye know. color. There's red shirt, red shirt color. I'm sure that costs many thousands of dollars to get a color from Pantone. Well, but they should just be honored that we would ask them. I so would, maybe they'll yeah, do it for free, maybe. just like as a publicity stunt, you know? Maybe. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Oh, give us five stars. Obviously. This has definitely been a five-star episode. I think so. I think it's been a good episode. No, we learned a lot about, about um, passwords. passwords yeah. so. we, we, you know, we're we, an edutainment we laugh, podcast now. We laugh and we learn. Mm. And then we get loves. And then we love. So thank you all for listening. Of course, my name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Remember me no, is next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs>